Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast. It's hard to believe that this is episode number 212. Thank you to our faithful listeners who've been a part of this from the beginning. As we say at the beginning of each podcast, this podcast exists because we're convinced that resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea. It's absolutely required. I'm J.R. Briggs, your podcast host and founder of Kairos Partnerships, an organization that exists to help leaders avoid making unwise, unhealthy, and unhelpful decisions and equipping them so they can lead with confidence, clarity, and consistency. Well, I was in a coaching session with a senior manager at a Chick-fil-A restaurant not too long ago, and she wanted to explore how to communicate vision effectively. After that session was over, I thought, you know, this really needs to be an episode on this podcast, because being a leader means creating vision, a clear, compelling, and consistent vision of a better future. Let me say that again. Being a leader means creating a vision, which is a clear, compelling, and consistent picture of a better future. Now, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a leader of a small business, a president of a college, director of a nonprofit, pastor of a local church, or an entrepreneur, you must think about how you communicate vision clearly. Now, let me clarify what I mean here and what I don't mean. Let me start with what I don't mean. What I don't mean is that we just cast vision one time a year when we stand up in front of our people and give them a State of the Union address. Now, that's important. And, and I know many organizations that do that. But you don't have to be a charming, charismatic, brilliant orator from up front who sweeps people off their feet and end the time with a standing ovation. Very few people in the world can do that. I'm talk, what I'm talking about is being purposeful and working hard on how you communicate vision. And number two, casting vision regularly and consistently with others. Rather than dumping a five-gallon bucket on your flowers in your garden in every spring and never watering it again for the year, the better approach is regularly watering your flowers in small amounts with regularity. And that's what the best kind of leaders who cast vision do. They do it, they just water the flowers over and over again. Now, what I want to unpack in this time is what we what is before vision, what we do with vision, and then give you three mental models to think through as you think about setting up a vision for your people. Let's talk about before vision. There was a, a, a very uh, significant um, and influential former pastor of a large church in the Midwest, and he, he wrestled with this idea of what happens before vision, and he called it, in his words, a holy discontent. He said, it's kind of like Popeye. Remember when, when that old cartoon, when someone would mess with his, his girl, Olive Oil, um, he, he would just get angry and he would say, I can't stands no more. And he'd rip open a can of spinach, of course, and his muscles would get big and he'd sing his Popeye song. And then he'd go beat up the bully. In many ways, that's what vision is, where we look at something in the world and we say, I can't stands no more. I can't stand on the sideline anymore. I can't stand it. I've got to do something about it. And oftentimes vision, oftentimes vision pops out when we have a holy discontent. We have to be careful it doesn't become an unholy discontent. We just become bitter and resentful and angry and violent. That is not what we're talking about. But a holy discontent, a wholesome discontent is one where we say, I can't stand it anymore. I can't stand on the sidelines. I've got to do something about it. That's before vision and often clarifies vision. But what do we do with vision? It's what I call the three C's of effective vision. 
Every vision must be clear, compelling, and consistent. Clear on the message and how it advances your mission. Compelling, it must move us. And by the way, leader, it must move you first. If the vision doesn't move you, why would we expect it to move other people? It must be compelling, and then it must be consistent. There must be regular, ongoing reminders of that vision. By the way, there's a lot of people I work with, their vision is very clear, but it's not compelling. Now, why is that important? Because I can read a textbook, and it's clear, but it doesn't compel me. I don't tear up or get goosebumps or go, yeah, I want to join that. That's great. So it's got to be clear. It's got to be compelling, and you have to do it over and over. It's got to be consistent. Now, these mental models I want to give you, the first mental model I want to give you is when we're casting vision, we have to find the balance between reality and hope. Too much reality and not enough hope discourages people. But too much hope and not enough reality sounds like a Hallmark card. And it just sounds wishy-washy and it just sounds like hopey, hopey, joy, joy. And people go, that's not realistic. So we've got to always be finding the balance to double major in reality and hope when casting visions. Here's the reality. Things are tough, but here's the hope. Here's where we're going. And if you can find that balance, that's going to be very helpful for you to be an effective vision caster, number one. Number two, it sounds kind of silly, but it's called heady, hearty, handy. I learned this in college, freshman year, in the fall a semester of one of my courses, uh, they drew a big uh, diagram on the board. It was really silly. It was a stick figure with a big head, a big heart, and a big hand. Heady, hearty, handy. And it goes like this. When it comes to casting vision, you have to think through, what do I want people to know? Number two, what do I want people to feel? And number three, what do I want people to do? What do I want people to know? What do I want people to feel? What do I want people to do? Most people cast a vision. Here's what you should know. Here's what you should do. Then it sounds like military orders. I'm giving you information. Now go do it but I'm not moved by it. Sometimes we can be heady and hearty, what I want you to know and what you to feel, but then people leave and go, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with this, if anything at all. And it doesn't move people toward a vision, to act upon the vision. If it's all hearty and handy, what do I want people to feel and what do I want people to do, we can manipulate people's emotions and get into really uh, unhelpful and unwise things if we're not using our brains. So we've got to have all three, heady, Hardy, handy. What I want them to know, feel, and do. The last one for you today is something from the late, uh, the the late leader and uh, philosophical leader, and also amazing author who shaped my life immensely, named Dallas Willard. And he talked about Vim. He said, if we want to help people grow and help people lead, we need to think about Vim. Vim is an acronym. V I M, which stands for vision, intention, and means. It's not enough simply to have the vision. Vision is a great start of creating a clear picture of the future. But you also have to have two other things. You have to have intention that I am intent. In other words, I am committing. I'm making a choice, a commitment to pursue this better vision of the future. And then means. I've got to have the things that will support my commitments in order to move me towards my vision. For example, if I want to be, let's say, an Olympic swimmer, That's the vision. I want to be an Olympic swimmer. I have a clear picture of what the future looks like. But I can't just do that because then it's just a wish. That's not a vision. That's a wish if I don't do anything about it. The intention is, the intent, the commitment is, I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. I'm going to commit to swimming. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to rework my entire schedule so that I can train in such a way that will put me in a position to do that. That's my intent, my my commitment. But I also need means. I need access to a pool. I need... Um, 
finances to be able to hire a swim coach. I need to be able to have a budget that allows me to travel and to train, to have access to a pool, to have equipment, to have the money to be able to support uh, a different diet in this. And so vision, intention, means are important. Vision is great, but it's not the only thing. We need an an intent, a commitment to it, and then the means that will support the intent to work towards the vision. V-I-M, VIM. I hope this has been helpful for you today as you think about your vision for what that might be. And it might be a capital V vision of creating something brand new, or it might just be a lowercase v vision for what a meeting will look like, or it might be for what the next quarter will look like in your company. All these are important because people are always wondering, is this what we're after? What are we, what are we shooting for? Why am I doing my job? What's the end goal? What are we after here? What does success look like? And for us as the leader, it's important for us to create a picture, a clear, compelling, and consistent picture of a better future. That's your job. But it doesn't stop there. We need to help people with intention and means. And we've got to model that and go first. We don't just ask other people to commit and then provide means. We have to commit to it first. Well, thanks for joining me today. And would you consider doing a, me a 45-second favor? Seriously, just 45 seconds. Can you either leave a review of this podcast? Leaving a review helps to spread the word so that more leaders can be equipped like you. Or could you send this episode or any of our episodes to just two leaders right now? Just text them or email them or even post them to social media to just recommend what this podcast is and maybe a particular episode that's been helpful for you. I don't get paid to do this. I am just driven to provide as much value as I can to leaders around the world. And you can help me do that if I can have just 45 seconds of your focused time. Well, thanks as always to my friend and colleague and good mischief creation, Joel Limbowen at Onalim Productions. Joel is so good at producing uh, so many things on podcasts as well as videos. Joel produces all of the episodes of this podcast. And if you have a video or podcast production need, Joel is your man. He helps to tell your story in clear, consistent, and compelling ways. He can help you cast that vision out to the world. You can visit onalimproductions.com or visit the show notes to learn more. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, before vision is holy discontent. With vision is clear, compelling, and consistent communication. And don't forget the balance between reality and hope, heady, hearty, handy, and vision, intention, and means. Vision is important, but it's not the only thing. We've got to commit to it and then support it for a better picture of future becoming a reality. Have a great day.